T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What up, everybody? It is 10 a.m. in the District of Columbia. Points north, south, east, and west. You're listening to B. Mitch and Finley. His name's Brian Mitchell, and he's back. What up, B? I'm I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm good, man. Um, obviously a crazy day. Weather yesterday. Uh, got to talk about it. Perhaps karma came and got me. Um, but wanted to start with just what you have. You were you had an event yesterday. Yeah. People always love hearing about the stuff you do. Well, I was. Uh, they 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 have a thing called a speaker series over at the NFLPA, and they bring back former players that were also like uh, union reps and on the executive uh, executive committee. And we go through, like, why we got involved with the union, things we did, what was our favorite, uh, you know, moments and things like that, and what's going on in your life today. And they had my daughter actually interview me with it. So it, it was cool as hell, you know, and uh, she... Can you tell the, the yeah, story? Like she, <laughs> she was like, I see they had a question. She was like, well, this is not on the script. And she was like, I did not know that you were doing so much. She said, I thought going to Hawaii was just about us going to the beach. I said, yeah, you all went to the beach. Daddy had to go do some work. And uh, But it, it was cool to see the full circle where I would go to Hawaii. My daughters and their family would go with me. We'd be there a week, and we would be in meetings during the day, and they'd be just out having fun. They were kids. Now this is my second child to work at the NFL Players Association. Bria was there before. Maya's now there doing the exact same job. And uh, you can see that, I guess, a little bit of my work ethic has gone into them because they get it in. And they, look, she'll come home sometimes, be grinding, bro. And I, and I appreciate that. But to, to really see that it's not just about going to Hawaii. I think a lot of guys got involved with the, being a rep because they had a free trip to Hawaii. You I, know, I, I, mean, went, I went my first two years. I was invited because Gene was trying to get me involved. And I went there expecting to go have fun. Hell, meetings will start sometime in the morning and end late at night. Landfill, just a, a quick hunch play here. I bet B still had a little bit of fun in Hawaii. No, no, I'm not gonna say you have I'm not saying you don't have <laughs> no fun, but you wasn't there just chilling like I thought they were. They were putting in work. They were look, it was sometimes friends friendships were tested. Some fisticuffs came up, you know? That that's how the meetings went. So, you know. Hey, I bet. Now at night, I was at the Huma Huma Nuka Nuka Wapawaa having me having me some drinks. That sounds accurate, some food. right? Landfill. I know I could not the Huma Huma something. That sounds <laughs> that that sounds believable. Uh, I'm glad you had a cool event. I'm glad yeah, it was it went fun, well. man. It was a lot of fun. Um, the weather yesterday was so god awful that Brian, we we needed you here to calm me down. Um, Doug Cameron stepped in and calmed me down. 
I still am not sure that you need to cancel school for rain, but damn it, rain, man. Now, you don't have to cancel the school. It wasn't about the rain, Jay. It's about the flooding. And I always tell people, don't complain about people trying to make sure your kids are safe. Because if your kids go home and something happens, if you got to rush to get them later on and something happens, you're going to be pissed off. So what but I, I know how you are about your daughters. What I told Landini was once camera came on, explained the, the, the wind and the and the flooding, like I, I understand it. I just I feel like a lot of times, like and, and this is maybe COVID related, right? Like I just don't think we're taking kids into account that don't come from backgrounds where the parents can just drop everything and and like if 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 you got parents that work that are at work and they send their kids to school and then all of a sudden the school's just like yo we're closing like not all the time there's a lot of people out there that can't just drop everything and go take care of the kid I, and I, know, I, just, I just think sometimes that's an unfair it, like, it may be not unfair to those people but I think they looking at the overall bit of we have to make sure we are safe because I, I just saw on the TV last night, it was a guy that was riding around. And we, we talked, I was talking about the rain. They were also saying it would be 50, 60 miles by wind. And hit, a tree fell on his car and killed him. I heard on the GW Okay, bridge. so what I'm saying. Now, a lot of that was later in the day. But I think there's a you way can't, to you can't cancel wait. after school activities and stuff. But you, you can't wait until it starts to start making the plans for it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if you wait till it starts, then guess what it's going to be? All hell gonna break loose. Everybody trying to get there. You can have traffic and things like that. And what if trees start falling? Yeah, I I, I get it. There, yeah. There's there's no right way to handle, you know, inclement like serious weather that like much like the NFL doesn't wait for anybody. Mother Nature shows up when she wants. Hey, like there's no there's this is no the plan. So like I I I have this pool cover on my pool. And the joint blow away. They no, it didn't blow away. But they like they. So my wife buys this. Um, what was it? Like a, a pump. And I'm like, it just sits on top of the pool cover. And I'm 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 like you. I'm I'm acting like, oh nah, you know, you can wait till the rain, then you can go do it. But guess what? When I woke up this morning, it was no it was no water on the pool cover. And when you start getting all the water and the thing starts to you can mess it up over time. And the 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 it's basically an insurance policy and it says what they're trying to do is make sure we get as many kids home before things really get started. They just try to take care of your kid. I hope that's the case. I always fear that there's lawyers and insurance people making these decisions. JP, but that's, whatever. That's a part of it, okay? They, they are getting your kids home before they are, are responsible for it. I just think there's a lot of kids, and this always gets forgotten, that are probably safer at school than going home where nobody's home and because they weren't able to plan on it. But we don't need to get into it. Here's mm-hmm. what I wanted to say. So I screamed about the kids getting off school, and I – Perhaps it was karma. Perhaps it's just an old house. Sure enough, my skylight started leaking last night. Mm-hmm. So I had to be at Channel 4 for 4.45 and then back at 6.55. And I got to go back and forth to my house and mop stuff up. Uh-huh. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Because, um, hey, water damage is the worst you want. And I'm going to tell you, last night I told you, I thought it was like 5 million damn little squirrels running across my ceiling. Yeah. I mean, across my, my roof. Because that rain was coming down, big drops, very hard and rapidly. That, uh, and yeah. the sump pump, I think that I need to go get a sump pump, some type of uh, war, because they it worked all night. Sump pumps are are cool. I, I don't know why in my current house, maybe because everything runs out, like nothing is dug out because we have the garage there. You know what I mean? We don't have one, but our old house in Kensington, yeah, a basement. 
Yeah, but it like is only it, it faces like it's above grade. You know what I'm saying? Mm, I because we live on that hill. Yeah. Like, I don't know. We don't have one now. All right. Well, you might not need it, but I'm telling you, you when you if you need one and you have one, you better make sure it works. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I hope everybody got through it, everything yesterday okay and, and not too much property damage and, and everybody's safe. And it, it was wild, man. They closed the Bay Bridge last night. I, they said the wind was howling. 80 miles per hour. I, yeah, understand. I would, people I got to come to it. Tony Kornhauser don't want to cross the Bay Bridge when it's, it's 80 degrees with no wind. If he had to think about crossing last night, he probably passed out. Dude, I recognize people got to go to and from work or to and from doctor's appointments or whatever. Um, but I do wonder, like, unless you really had to cross, the Bay Bridge is super high. People were leaving from home. I mean, leaving from work. They got stopped. Yeah. So I'm like, look, hey, the people that don't like to put gas in your car, hope you wasn't in that damn traffic because they waited a while to get across that thing. Yeah. I mean, I went across. My boy Charlie Boyd and I coming back from the beach in college, maybe just after college, we drove over the Bay Bridge in a bad storm one time. That, that'll get your heart rate going, man. That's no joke. It gets your heart rate going when there's no storm. It is a high bridge. When you ride on that thing, you look up. You, you, you think it's swaying a little bit. Oh, it look like it's swaying. Feels like it a yeah, little bit. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever gone on a boat like under it? Yeah. When you're under that thing, you're like, that joint's kind of rickety, man. Yeah, it's up there. <laughs> it's a bridge in Louisiana called the Sunshine Bridge. It's very much like that. Is that the one you built? No, no, no. The one I built is nothing like those. What's the biggest bridge? I didn't build it, JP. I just you counted how many I had other to people come up built with it. the with the the gross weight that it can have. What's uh, is it Lake Pontchartrain? Isn't there a bridge that goes right across yeah, that? But that's not high. It's low, but it's got to be long. No, it's long as hell. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a whole damn lake. Yeah, it goes all the way across. It's uh, from Lutcher all the way into right when Kenner starts. Have you ever done driven to Key West? I think they call it Eight Mile Bridge or something. Uh, I think I was on that bridge before. They have, and there's another one in Tampa area that's very much long. That's too. going across Tampa Bay. Yeah. I I did that. Um, this past there's last a few spring. bridges in Louisiana that'll make you think twice. You driven across Golden Gate, yeah, that joint's high. I like that. I do too. Yeah. I like you could walk across it, and if you stand at the middle of the Golden Gate and watch, because that's all rough, cold water up there. You watch the ocean meet the San Francisco Bay, and just the currents and everything. It's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool, dude. Just driving downtown today, and you and I kind of come the same way back behind the Lincoln Memorial. That water was rough. Oh, yeah, it was. It I was. mean, if you're out on that water, Jack Kelly, if you're out on that water this morning, wear a life jacket, man. There was a guy out there yesterday getting oysters. Uh, not out uh, by the thing, baby, but he was coming off when the, when the storm was really starting. He said he had to go handle his business because he knew he wouldn't get out today. Um, Landfill, Jeff gave us good advice yesterday as the rain was pouring down and the winds and there was all these warnings. Jeff told us yesterday, fellas, I don't know about you, but you should avoid the water today. Thank you, Jeff. Rocket Ooh, boy, he really pulled that one out from where? Man, that's that's great advice. Nobody would have thought of that. He wasn't wrong, to his credit. Yeah. And he's not here to defend himself, to his credit. Um, <laughs> he's never here. So let's get down to business here. Uh, it's been a chaotic couple days. I would say, forgive me, um, when I say chaotic, you remember the congressman that said, get yourself into the good kind of trouble that passed away? He was talking about, like, civil rights. and um, 
the chaos that is ensuing, not even Ashburn, because everything's happening out of uh, Josh Harris's home in Miami, which looks like a nice home. That thing is sweet. Yeah. That thing is sweet, man. Um, You know, they are bringing folks in and out kind of constantly. He, he's um, doing what he's supposed to do. And he's dotting every eye, crossing every T, lifting every stone. John Lewis is what I was thinking of. Um, so it, as of now, what we know, and I think they're doing everything correctly, is they are – thank you, Jeff. Oh, Brian, are you excited that we now print everything in blue ink? Well, it's, it's black ink in there now, too, because I saw what's going to put the stuff in there yesterday. I mean, uh, it was Tuesday, Monday, Monday. I, you may think so, but it's – No, Landfield to... printed this before he put the other black stuff in. Uh, last – it was blue on no. Monday. It, it's still not working, bro. So the, the new stuff he put yes. in doesn't work? Yes. We went to print, and it just stopped printing. That's – wow. Yeah. I know, because I, I saw him putting it in. Yeah. Mm. I kind of like the blue ink. When we run out of blue – it. When we run out of blue, what are you going to go with then, Landfill? Red? I guess it'll have to be red. Okay. I look Once they finish getting the coach search, we're going to go burger and go. <laughs> so let's run through what is happening, has happened, will happen. Um, I'm reading here from Ben Standing with The Athletic. Mm -hmm. Uh, The commander's interview process continues today. Meetings with Bears assistant GM Ian Cunningham and Eagles assistant GM Alec Halabi slated for today at Josh Harris's Miami home. Adam Peters, Mike Borgonzi, and Glenn Cook met with Harris and others yesterday. I want to be super clear on something, B, and I'm not sure if you agree with me, but... um, my stance on this, because I've I've gotten a billion tweets from people that are like, yo, Peter's interviewed yesterday. Why why isn't it done yet? I think, one, there's a professional courtesy that even if they love Peter's and the meeting was a slam dunk and they want that to get done, you have requested interviews you have with to these interview other everybody. people. You can't it, just interview one guy and, when and you make go a damn through, decision. When you go through the formal process of requesting an interview through the league with that team, I think it'd be pretty low rent to then just call it off. You know, see, that's I'm going to tell you why people do that. Because so many people go out here and say, who's the number one candidate and this, that, and the other. I don't think none of us know who's the number one candidate because we don't know exactly how Josh thinks. Okay? We don't know how uh, Myers thinks or how the guy Spielman, how they think. Once they meet somebody, they may come up with – somebody may better fit their situation. These guys have done – Ben Ben Johnson, Adam Peters, all of them have done a great job. But still, you never know. But when when I remember when Tomlin went in to get his job, nobody expected Tomlin to get that damn job. But he's been sitting there now for 18 years, 17 years, and hasn't had a losing season. When McVay got his interview exactly. with the Rams, people are like, oh, this is just kind of the trial. Next year is when he'll yeah, get a job. I just think people don't know. And I think that is why, for me, and I have no problem with nobody else doing whatever you do, that's why I names pop up and all, and I'm with it because they say who you want them to hire. I don't have no damn uh, no, no no dog in this fight. I don't care who they hire. I just care that they hire somebody they see fits the uh, mindset they have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't care what name they choose because I've seen people hire the name everybody wanted and they sucked. Okay, I've seen them draft the people they want and they sucked. So let's just say I hope. They get somebody that has the same mindset that could come in and get the right people and play. Whoever that is, it is. I, but I don't I don't get caught up in 
this person has, has to be this one or has to be that one. I don't care about that. I think I, I wrote a story yesterday, and we talked about this at length yesterday. Nothing is guaranteed. Yeah, I saw, you, I saw you on uh, Channel 4 last night speaking. Yeah, like. I high-fived you through the TV, dog. I, I appreciate that. Kyle Shanahan is arguably the best coach in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. He hasn't won a Super Bowl. He's He's been a part of two teams that have blown fourth-quarter Super Bowl leads. He's not even insured we'll be on this planet next week. Yep. Like, but you know what the problem would be, Jay? To think that anything, oh, well, if you get this guy, it's a done deal. The, what's important to me is build the right structure. Yeah. Put put the right That's where I'm tools at. in place, and then you give people a real time, a real opportunity. But none of this is guaranteed, man. If you go get Adam Peters and Ben Johnson. I think that could really work. It, it could work. But, but guess it might what? not. It may not, but guess what the next thing is going to come. All the people that feel like that's has bought into that they're the only guys, they're the number one guys that get this done. Now you're expecting to win the Super Bowl next year, and you'll have people complaining. You know what I mean? So it, 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 the thing is, I believe in. We can discuss it, but don't ask me who I want because I don't have a damn clue. I know that there are a lot of them with some great, some great qualifications, but I'm not here to tell you if one is better than the other because I will. I don't care who's on our station or any other station. Guess what they're not doing? They're not interviewing them. So the people that are interviewing them, Myers, Josh, Spielman, uh, uh, whoever else, I don't know who else is in the, in the room, those people are going to come down with what they feel is best for them. The other folks on the search committee, so you've got, I, I believe it's Myers, Spielman, Harris running the meetings, right? But the other people on the search committee are Mitch Rails, Magic yeah. Johnson, and David Blitzer. Yeah. And, and and I can't help but point out, I think Magic's record speaks for itself, but the guy was a four-time NBA champion, I believe, won in college, has won in every level as a owner, mm-hmm. professional. Not to mention, I, I told you this, but I always go back to this line, a dude I know that has done business with Magic, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, like not sports business, just business business. Uh-huh. Said everything he touches turns to gold. Hey man, that's just dude that does. And, I, and, and so that's the, what I'm saying. What I say, the reason I make that comment is everybody wants to go on and act like they know it all and want to act like they have the final say. Just, what you just stated and what we know about Josh and Mitchell Rails and Blitzer and all these and Mark Iron and all these guys, okay, they're successful, right? They know probably a little bit more than we do. And if this their money, I, I'll, I'll sit back and they can tell me who they come up with, because I'm not gonna be pissed one way or the other. I I, I will judge when they get in place and start doing their job. You know what I mean? Before, who cares? Mitchell Rails is considered one of the greatest businessmen. He's a goat, dude. <laughs> I, it, he it, is it, a goat. <laughs> and if, if Mitchell come up and say, "Hey, I'm getting JP Philly as uh, what's called," know what I'll say? Cool. They, you must say something they wanted. They wanted. I really hear. I, I think the smartest thing. I, I went a little far. On that I appreciate one. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, the smartest thing people can do is acknowledge what they don't know, and that to me is what stands out about this process. Is you have highly accomplished people asking others for help to figure out the best way forward. Thorough, but what? Thorough, but rapid. That's and that's all. I, when I heard that, I said, "Cool." And and when they went into motion, they are going. They going thorough. They going. They got a wide net. Hell yeah. They're doing their stuff, but they're getting it done quickly. I've said this. I'm. I. I. I mean this. 
If you're a Commanders fan, I think this is the first real reason to be excited in a long time. We're going to run through the candidates, the updates. Neil Greenberg joins us at 11. We're just getting warmed up. It's B. Mitchell Finley. Brian Mitchell here, and I'm always and I always demand excellence whether I'm on the field or off. If your HVAC system isn't cutting it, it's time for Rude. So thanks to the IRA Act, you can snag up to $2,000 in tax credits for qualifying heat pump systems. And Maryland residents, there's extra rebates on Rude equipment just for you. Personally, I have three Rude 18-series inverter heat pumps powering my home, and it's a total game changer. So head to Rude.com, that's R-U-U-D.com, and see for yourself. Elevate your comfort this winter with Rude. If it ain't Rude, it We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Ain't right. Through what's going on exactly with this Commander's GM search. B, do you, do you agree that doing the GM search first, then getting the coach is the right move? I think 100% because if you hire a coach first and then the coach the coach is going to feel like he's empowered to kind of overstep the GM in a sense. So you hire the, the GM first or the, the director of football operations, however you want to put it, and let that person uh, go out and, and be a part of hiring a coach or hire the coach. Because, listen, I grew up in a military family, and that chain of command, bro, it needs to be a certain way. If it's not, you're going to find out you're going to have those little hiccups along the way. Because you're going to get people trying to overstep their bounds or they're going to assume they're better or they're stronger or they have more power than the person that was. It's that order that you hire people. I agree. Now, I also thought, and I don't know that you and I have had a chance to talk about this yet. Um, I also thought Harris was really smart in he laid out to me what he wants, and he wants a head of football ops to then hire a head coach, right? Like he, he basically said that. But he gave enough wiggle room saying that, you know, we'll kind of see what happens. And uh-huh. he said it's all about talent. And sometimes the most talented people require that you go about your process differently. Yeah. And and, and I could see that happening. And one person that comes to mind to change that process is the guy that won the national title on Monday night in Jim Harbaugh. And I'm curious what you think of Harbaugh's candidacy. Um, it seems pretty clear that he's going to go to the pros to me. Yeah. Um, I, everything I hear is that he's going to Vegas, but I hear a lot of stuff about he he would like to possibly get to to L.A. with the Chargers because yeah. that quarterback. Uh, we also know we possibly feel that uh, Chicago may have some things going on, you know. But I we don't know. And, and listen. If Jim were to come here, I think Jim is a very good coach. He's one way he's went. 
Well, he's gone. Yeah. It's a little quirky. A lot of times when Jim goes places, he'll win, but it's a lot of mess and stuff around it. Absolutely. You know, that was stuff in San Francisco. San Francisco. There's stuff right now in Michigan. You know what I'm saying? So, it, it, but if he's here, we'll support him. But I think he wins. I just, I just, listen, if they don't sign him, I wouldn't care. If they do, wouldn't care. I care about will it be W's and L's next year? More W's than L's. Say it like that. Yeah, I think with Harbaugh's an interesting one because I think he is. You're right. Like he brings baggage, but, but he, he also comes just in with wins. the mindset that I am going. I'm running my show. Right. So if we're talking about having a certain level chain of command, that's going to be a little hard. I I, I don't think. You know, uh, Doc came in and sat with us for a little bit last night, or yesterday afternoon, I guess. And talking with Doc, he's like, he, he said, you know, a Harbaugh-type coach would have my support because they're going to win. And ultimately, that's what this is about, is yeah. winning. And and I agree with that. And when when you view it in that light of, like, what what else matters besides winning? I, I certainly agree. winning matters. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean that's that's all that should matter in a lot of ways. But if if you believe in maybe how things have been run here for a long time and how there's been problems for a long time, maybe you don't want to have to consider Harbaugh. Um, when you look at the rest of these names, I, I know that people hear Ian Cunningham and they're like the Bears assistant GM. I I believe Cunningham was in Philly prior to this. Mm-hmm. Um you have out um let's just know this people you're not getting the main guy you're getting assistants. And I would like to believe that the people that are making most of the decisions are probably the main guys and you're hoping that they learn something from them. Uh you I don't think it's the Bears main guy but I think like the fact of some of the moves made that's where Cunningham gets gets credit for. And they've done some good things up there. Right. And Cunningham, whether this should matter or not, had this like weirdly kind of viral, at least like in the NFL world moment earlier this offseason, where he spoke at a conference um and he had this awesome answer about the the uh, I I don't know how to describe it, but like how to marry scouting with analytics. Mm-hmm. H- how you have to you need both for things to operate, but they can't operate in a vacuum. Otherwise, it's it's almost contradictory, and it's mm-hmm. not going to help you. Um, and I think that makes a ton of sense. And there's not a lot of people that have appropriately verbalized that. Yeah, And I think that got people excited in a lot of ways. This is also a dude that last year was turning down offers. I think when you get to a point like Adam Peters is If you turn down, down NFL offers, you're a bad man. Right. When, when, when you're able to turn offers down, it becomes pretty interesting, right? Because you're waiting for the right opportunity. And I think that's kind of what you want. In the world is, like, if you're looking for a wife, 
you should you should look for somebody that isn't always dating somebody because she's just better, right? <laughs> and like like you you want options, and then you want to be able to weigh your options, take the best option. And I think the fact that all these guys, Cunningham, who who was with the Eagles for a long time, took the Bears AGM job has become a really buzzy candidate. Peters is obviously a really buzzy candidate. These are people that have turned other stuff down to take this opportunity, at least an interview with Washington. Normally what happens is a person goes to the worst franchise or the worst team that doesn't have a lot of stuff going for it. And then you go there and you don't really come out and, and do the things you're supposed to be doing or you don't have the success you're supposed to. And everybody say, you suck. But if you're at the point where you're getting paid well and you can still wait because you know what you're about and you you know some other stuff going to open up and you see great situations and you take them, you probably have more success. Like, the guy that gets drafted most times goes to the sorriest team out there, right? Quarterback. Not like the guy that gets drafted goes to a team that's ready to go to the playoffs. He get, he goes to the worst team. And then we, we, we are going to judge the quarterback – because they don't make the team better. Same thing's going to happen with these GMs and stuff now. But you look at Washington where, I don't know, I see 70-something, I see 90-something. I see that type of deal when it comes up to the salary cap they have. They got the second pick. In the first, what, 30-something picks, they got three of them. In the first 100-something, they got five. That's the way you can walk in and build yourself up to have great success. So if I can wait till something like that pops up, why not? Why why just and if I'm if I'm if I'm being taken care of enough at the team I'm at, why would I go jump into a bad situation? Totally. Um some news out of Chicago, which is kind of interesting. I'm seeing this from in Rappaport Pelicero, that the Bears plan on keeping Matt Eberflus as okay. their head coach. And that that had long kind of been the idea. He's offensive minded guy? They're getting rid of the OC. Luke Getze. Does and that mean that they're going to keep the QB? That's a that's a big question. I can tell you this, Because the Bears are sitting at number one. What they're about to do, if they don't pick a quarterback, they're about to get a lot of picks to get what they need to get to fix that team. So their, their GM is probably saying, ooh, about to put myself in a great position. He holds the call. He's a joker right now. He's had it. He's done it a couple times now. I mean – for everybody that wants to talk about trading back and how awesome that can be, the Bears have pulled off the draft capital heists, right? The, the Bears have been able to move around. Now they have the one, the first pick and the 11th pick, I believe. But until you have the the first pick and the ninth pick, pardon me, until you have the answers, is the draft like they still don't know what they have in fields. They still don't know if they're going to draft a quarterback at one. Yeah. You know, it's great. To me, for the, the trade back crowd for Washington, I'd rather whoever it is, whoever they hire, Adam Peters, Ben Johnson, Ian Cunningham, Jim Harbaugh, Bill Belichick, whoever it is, mm-hmm. identify who you want at number two and take that person and get the entire organization supporting that kid yeah. and build in that direction. You know, we used to talk about that back in the day, and I and I, I mean, it was when Dwayne Haskins was here. And I've always said, if your franchise, if everybody is supporting that quarterback, 
his chances of being successful are probably better. But when every other person is against him, it's not going to happen. So with this new, I, and I expect it to happen with this new, with this new uh, ownership group, whoever is drafted is going to have full support of this franchise. You know, if your franchise is supporting you, your team, if the franchise supports you, normally the teammates are going to follow suit because they don't want to piss off the people that, you know, the quarter, quarterbacks are normally a little different than all the other players. And you normally treat him a little differently. Then the fans that say what they want to say, can say what they want to say as long as the team is behind them. But if the team is not behind you and the fans start saying, guess what happens? All that noise gets to make them say, okay, this is not the right guy. Got to move past it. I cannot wait to talk to Neil Greenberg at 11, who is probably digging into all of these GM candidates, coaching candidates, who he likes and why. Don't miss it. It's B. Mission Finley. Interesting, B. One thing I'll definitely watch, because we don't know yet, but it sure looks like the enemy is going to be on his way out. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll find out as, as things unfold. And maybe if they hire a defensive guy, they keep the enemy. But I, I just... I find it hard to believe that they're interviewing all these people and they haven't at least announced they're going to interview the enemy for that job. Mm-hmm. But Ryan Poles is the GM in Chicago. Um, came from Kansas City, worked with Andy, worked with that organization. And it was interesting, I thought, when Poles got the job in Chicago, he didn't interview the enemy for the head coaching job that went to Matt Eberflus, hardly the most exotic candidate out there. But now, if they're going to keep Eberflus but ha- – Fire Getsy, the OC there. I wonder if they call EB. Um, Possibly. Just something to watch as, as, you know, there's a lot of moving chairs here, a lot of moving parts. Um, Before we get Greenberg on here, I I think you are much better at, like, I'm bad at being a skeptic and at times a cynic, and I think you approach the world with a much better, like, worldview of positivity and you know you are good at hearing positive messages like you love that book who moved my cheese and stuff right like like i read like nonfiction about old wars like we're just we have different brains yeah but i heard this thing this morning and i sent it to landfill because i really liked it and and i'm maybe i'm a saban mark i don't know i like bama um but this is nick saban does this I mean, hell, in Alabama, Nick Saban farts and the whole world moves. Yep. Um, but he does, I'm sure it's like a weekly radio show, something like that. And they do a, it's pretty funny. It's just called Hey Coach. Uh-huh. And like, if you actually watch the video, the branding of it's pretty interesting. Um, I I forget how this landed on my, actually, I think it was Albert Breer retweeted it and just said how much he kind of loved the message. That Saban was delivering, and I, I think you'll really like it. So before we get to Greenberg and before we go nuts all day, just kind of breaking down the the minutia that is the world of NFL interviews for a head of football operations. Also, don't let me forget, I know you wanted to talk about, like, Leno's comments. Yeah, um, some all of, the com- of them, actually. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. I also wanted to um, ask you, I think if Peters gets this job, I think Mayhew can stick around. Those two work together yeah. in San Fran. Possibly. And I, I couldn't help but just watch them on the sidelines when the Niners were here. They seem like they're clearly still quite cool. Yeah. 
Okay. We're, possible. We're, we're trying to get this saving thing. Is we're having like weird technical difficulties here. Um, but with let let's dig in on the Mayhew thing a little bit more. If you are gonna hire Peters, who this would be his first time kind of running his own operation, mm-hmm. do you think keeping Mayhew makes sense? Because the the one thing I can't stress enough, especially this past season, is I think this is my this is me saying it. I'm not reporting anything. This is me reading a situation, and and I don't know what you can or will say, Brian. I, I think Mayhew got boxed out of a lot of situations. I agree 100%. And, and I think, I don't know, like like all of this stuff, you don't know who's right, who's wrong, candidate-wise. And, and anybody tells you that definitively they know is should go buy some lottery tickets if they yeah. if they know those sorts of things. But They'll still be going to work tomorrow because they won't win. Right? But I think... I think Mayhew is a pretty savvy dude, and and I think he was kind of at the direction of others. We know it was a coach centric approach, right? Um, coach centric with a with a friend alongside you, right? And I think if Peters gets the job, I'd be very curious if Martin sticks around. Um, and I wonder the one thing I'm trying to figure out is the Peters Ben Johnson connection. All right. I, w- I wanted you to hear this. We're going to play this and then go to break, and we'll dive into all this other stuff. Uh, Nick Saban asked by a young man about how to make it in the world. Well, I think for any athlete, you know, it's the same thing. Um, you know, what, what's your goal? What's your aspiration? What, what do you want to accomplish and what you want to do? That's the first thing. Second thing is is define what it takes to do it. All right, so what do you have to do to do this? What does it entail for you to be the kind of basketball player that you want to be? All right, then you got to make the decision, are you willing to do that? Are you willing to go work every day and do the things you need to do and take 500 shots a day like Kobe Bryant did or whatever, all right, so that you can be the kind of player that you want to be? And then do you have enough discipline to make yourself do it every day, whether you feel like it or not? How many times do you say, I don't feel like studying? How many times do you say, I don't feel like getting up today? Well, you got to choose to get up. You got to choose to study. You got to choose to go make the shots. You got to choose to work out. So people that can do that, they can reach their full potential. And uh, I think if you choose to make that kind of commitment to it, you can do the same thing. But it's not going to just come to you. It's not going to come easy. Uh, And you're going to have to probably overcome a lot of adversity to be able to persevere and, and sustain it to get where you want to go. But are you willing to do that? Do you have a sense of purpose that will allow you to do that? I 100% agree. I thought you'd like that one. Yeah. And you know I don't usually get into that, but I like that one. Because you know how many, okay, how many people come to you and say they want to do what you do? A lot. But they all think it starts where you're at. Right. Nobody knows all the things you did for late nights and how many hours you worked and the little money you made at first. Okay, guys see me play football, man, I want to be a pro football player. Are you ready to do the stuff I did? Because mine started around five, six years old. When my dad asked me what I wanted to do, and I told him, and on a Saturday he comes in, woke me up and say, uh, hey, go run. I'm like, for what? You say you want to be in the NFL. So it started, and guess what? I loved it, and I did just what, uh, what, what Saban was talking about. I dedicated myself to it. I committed myself. I did the things that needed to be done. And also, you got to sacrifice a lot. 
See, everybody wants to do everything, but they don't want to do anything to get where they want to go. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? They want everything, but don't want to do anything. Because everybody thinks it's going to just fall in their laps. You know, you see a guy on TV uh, doing something. Oh, man, I want to do what he's doing. He's been doing that for 45 years. Consistently. That's why he's so good at it. That's why a person that dresses well, buys right else, they've been doing stuff. Uh, Donnie Simpson, my buddy, you know. And uh, Donnie's been in radio for 55 years. Don't hear him on the radio crazy. and say you're going, you want to do that. That's 55 years, man. That's people's lifetime. So you have to make sure you are going to do what it takes to get where you want to go. And that could lead me right into what we want to talk about. We'll get to it later. All these guys that haven't won a damn thing that were complaining all year didn't want to do anything different than what they've done before. And now they want to try to make sure they keep doing it now. If I'm the new owner, I get rid of every one of them. We'll get into it later. Neil Greenberg joins us next. Don't go anywhere. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.